Welcome to the Not So Average Podcast. My name is Courtney and I built this podcast to deconstruct traditional advice and the idea of living an average life to inspire you to step into your power and be the creator of your own life. If you're also viewing living an average life as very boring and you're looking to upgrade your mind, body, and soul, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Wednesday on all streaming platforms and let's jump into the episode. Everybody, welcome back to another solo episode of the Not So Average. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're all crushing hot girl summer. Can you believe we're in the summer season? It's so nice to finally be in summer. And it's my first one in Toronto and the vibes are here. Everyone said that there's like 2016 energy floating around. And I fully agree because I saw on TikTok there is something astrologically... I guess, congruent with 2016 and 2023 summers. So that's really cool. We're actually not off from that because the vibes are it. But I'm super excited to be recording another solo here. I love these solos as much as I love guest episodes as well. I learned so much from other people. It's also nice to just have that kind of like a one-on-one with you both. So I hope you guys are enjoying this current setup of, you know, the bi-weekly solos versus guest episodes to get a little bit of medley of both. So far, the feedback has been super positive. So please let me know if that ever changes. And if you're loving it, I would love if you would leave a review. It helps the podcast grow organically. I don't ask for much, but if you could do it just this once, that would be super, super helpful. But I want to dive in today's episode because it's something that I've had come up a couple times in the last couple of weeks in conversations, and I thought, oh my gosh, listeners need to hear this because if these are conversations I'm having with so many people, it's probably something you're experiencing. And I want to set the tone of kind of how this came to be, okay? So with one of my friends, she said to me she's having trouble letting go of somebody in her life who could, I guess, be known as, you know, a toxic situation. And there's so much love there, but the future is just not there. And she's really, really struggling letting go. And she said to me, and this was really pivotal for me, she said to me, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you let go of people so easily. And It's never been this thing that I've ever questioned, but this was a really beautiful moment because I had the chance to respond and say, that's actually not true. It's not that I have an easy time letting people go. It's this idea that I'm so in tune with what I want and the life that I want to build for myself and the person that I strive to become that anything that doesn't serve that vision and is not aligned and is not serving me in a positive way needs to go. And it's not that it makes it easy because I've actually had to let go of a lot of people that have been very, very painful situations in my life. It's never easy to let go of people, even if they've done you dirty. It can be so painful to break that attachment, to get out of the habit of texting them when something funny happens or something terrible happens. Sometimes those people are our go-tos and to no longer have them as our go-tos can be really... You might be thinking right now, Courtney, I'm in a similar position. I'm having a really hard time letting go of partners, friends, family members who aren't contributing to my growth, they're actually derailing me from my vision, but the grief I'm experiencing doing this is so difficult and I don't know how to have these hard conversations, 
or be able to choose to walk away and it's causing me a lot of anxiety. I'm sure you're there. I'm sure you've been there at one point. And so what I want to say to you if you're experiencing this is that one, I need you to normalize these feelings of grief and discomfort because it's never comfortable to let people go. They've obviously entered our lives for a reason and sometimes it can be really, really difficult to understand that they're not here to stay. But what I also want you to know is that when you let go of what's not for you, you're creating space to allow room for other people to come into your life. And so if we lead with letting people go with a scarcity mindset, that scarcity mindset tells us that we're never going to feel love like that again. We're never going to feel seen or heard or appreciated by the people that we're letting go that we once felt like they were being able to contribute in our lives in those ways. And what I'm here to remind you is that when we look at things in that scarcity mindset, it doesn't, it blocks all of the blessings from coming through. And if you're listening to this and you know that you should be cutting some people off because they're not contributing to this higher vision, they're maybe more detrimental to your growth than they are good for you, then you know there's reasons that have got you to that decision. It's just now implementing it is where a lot of the discomfort comes from. And what I always want to remind people is that it doesn't have to be so dramatic. It doesn't have to be this massive breakup when it comes to your friends, your family, maybe a partner is more of a breakup. But especially for friends, if you're feeling like they're not vibing anymore, maybe they're you're going on different paths and it's not that there's any hate, it's just no longer aligned and you're just in different places, maybe you slowly back away. You just become a little less available. But it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to do things differently in our highest good. It's uncomfortable to choose different and do anything different when we don't know what's on the other side of that choice. When we don't know what we are kind of choosing, we don't know exactly what comes with it, that can be scary because we want that comfort. We want that feeling of safety. But the other side of the comfort zone is the growth that comes with it. And by removing people who are no longer contributing to your growth, they're no longer aligned, you're literally making space. And when you start to view it that way, it starts to become a little easier in terms of decluttering but the grief that comes with it can still be very there. So how do we move forward? We have to stay so committed to the vision of what we want for ourselves and what we want for our lives that the focus is no longer on the person that we're letting go, the person that we are starting to remove ourselves from. We are focused on the goal, the vision, the person we're striving to become, the life we're trying to build for ourselves. When that focus is there, Focus goes where energy flows. So you need to be able to reroute where all that focus and energy is going so that it's contributing to your growth. Because if we're letting go people who are not good for us and then just continuing to fixate on how much we miss them and how heartbreaking it is, then we're kind of making it harder on ourselves to be able to step into that aligned version. And I'm not saying you need to negate all of those feelings, but I'm definitely reminding you from a place of love, full place of love, that you need to stay committed to why you're doing this and the why is going to make it all so much easier. The why is literally the driving force for 
how we're putting through putting ourselves through all of the difficult decisions the difficult conversations the work that's involved in creating a life that we're really proud of so how is it easy for me to let go of people it's not easy the simple answer is that it's not easy but for me the way that i differentiate those decisions is is it contributing to my highest good and if it's not what is the alternative do i choose it's a choice do i choose to live like this do i choose to have these frustrations and feel this way with these people in my life or do i choose to slowly back away from having access to people like this who are maybe feeling like they're draining my energy maybe they feel very unaligned and we just no longer have anything in common what is the alternative and for me it hasn't been this process of easy easily letting go people it's just been part of the journey in knowing that we only have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of energy and so where are we contributing that time and energy and if we're getting real with ourselves and we're wanting to really go to the next level with ourselves our health our careers our passions our goals then you're going to have to make sacrifices and sometimes those sacrifices is giving up those who don't serve us And it's a hard, hard, hard thing to face. But what is the alternative? Are you going to keep people around who don't make you feel like your best self? And for you to be even thinking of certain people right now while you're listening to this, there are reasons why you're thinking of those people. This is not just because you're an asshole who's selfish and is only looking out for themselves no it's because you've probably recognized that there is something that's not meshing well with these people and maybe you're wanting to make space for people who are able to help you in this next season of your life who are able to root for you genuine genuinely root for you and for me i was listening to alex hermosi's youtube video the other day about his extreme views on friendship and i actually can agree more with him he looks at friendships of more of a scale of how close of friends you are rather than this black and white whether we're friends or not friends and i'm very much in a similar mindset and one thing that he said that is like an ultimate disqualifier of friendships is if they're not genuinely rooting for him because when you know people are not rooting for you and they're low-key like hating on you and they don't want to see you succeed you're literally giving access to them and you're giving them time and energy out of your life so for him that was the biggest disqualifier and this gave me so much relief in hearing him say that because this is how i felt with past friendships that i've had to unfortunately let go i realized that they felt like they were my haters and not my best friends, not my supporters, not the people that should be hyping me up when I'm trying to go for my goals and feel like it's really difficult and I feel like I want to give up, but I know I can't because I know I meant for more. Those are the friends that should be rooting for you, hyping you up and having your back. And if you feel like there are people in your life who are against you, then maybe you need to reevaluate their access in your life. My last thing in considering what is difficult, what is hard, is asking ourselves what is harder. Is it harder to deal with these people in our lives who we're having maybe conflict with, maybe they're not feeling like they're supporting us, maybe they're not showing up for us in the way that we would hope and they're just no longer feeling ultimately aligned? 
What's harder, giving up the time and energy you're pouring into those relationships, knowing that it's probably not great for your growth in the long term, or living with that for the next five, ten years? And if we don't start to make these decisions now, this stuff just decides to compound and to continue to build resentment. And for me, when I've decided to go along, to get along, to swallow my thoughts and swallow the way that I was feeling to keep the peace, it's always caused more resentment and it's only encouraged a bigger explosion down the line. The truth always comes out and sometimes it's not even when you expect it. Sometimes there's external forces that kind of cause those those explosions, but the truth always has a way of coming out. And so if you're wanting to ensure that the people around you are aligned, I would recommend doing that audit, see who makes you feel your best and who doesn't, and just start to slowly move away, slowly start to disengage, slowly start to be less available, and you will quickly see how much space you're creating for incredible people to come in. Part of this process in letting go people who no longer serve us is letting them go with love. And for me, this isn't something I've always done. For me, in the past, it's looked like beef. And it actually doesn't have to be that dramatic, as I mentioned earlier. Now, this was part of me being really young and in high school and university where I didn't know how to communicate effectively. I didn't have the conflict resolution skills that I have acquired since then. But it used to always be this thing where it was like block and delete, get out of my life. And it just doesn't have to be like that. And it also there's a really important distinction between like just because we're no longer friends doesn't mean that we're suddenly enemies. It doesn't mean that every person we're no longer associating as closely with has to become the bad guy, the the enemy. It just means that our access is being less available. It's a little bit more removed. And I think that's a really important distinction because when we don't let go of people with love, we are harboring some sort of feelings there, right? If we're harboring any feelings of hatred or anger or resentment, jealousy, any of those negative emotions, it's really important to feel those and to process those and release those to be able to continue to fly. But if you look at those negative emotions as almost like extra weight that we're having to carry, it's really, really hard to fly effortlessly. And so being able to really let go with love is a practice that I've been starting to implement that includes being able to really step away from the emotions that I'm feeling maybe in the moment. If someone's challenging me, if someone's, you know, gaining a bit of a reaction out of me, being able to step away from it and be able to think clearly before making any forms, any kind of decisions or any kind of responses and really sift through like, how do I feel about this? What do I think of this? Does this align with my values and my goals? Does this align with the person that I'm actively becoming? Asking myself those questions helped me get a little grounded. But the other part of it is being able to forgive not only myself, but them in whatever the scenario was and being able to truly wish them well and to be thankful for the experience or the season and the fun times and even maybe the bad times because they've always brought us closer to 
learning something about ourselves. I truly believe that everyone who comes into our life is a mirror in exposing where we might need more healing or where we need a little bit more attention. And when we start to receive that with open arms, it gets a lot easier to come from a place of love rather than a place of anger and fear. And letting them go with love allows the door to kind of change. It's not the fact that you're closing the door. It's the fact that you're kind of walking them out, but the door is cracked open in a sense of you never know what can happen. You never know how people can come back into your lives from the past and it being more aligned later on, but knowing that you're choosing yourself, you're choosing your growth, you're choosing your highest version of yourself in today and focusing on that is really crucial because if we're always leaving the door cracked in the hopes of them coming back, especially for romantic relationships, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. But when we're really coming from that place of it's not so black and white and people have the ability to grow and change, not only do we do that individually, but the people we're talking about. If they grow and change and they are able to evolve at the same rate we are, then maybe there's relationship potential down the line, whether that's with friends, family, romantic, whatever it is. And just being able to breathe through that and like feel those heavy emotions, but release them in really healthy ways for me has been extremely pivotal in my life. And it's allowed a lot of really, really beautiful things to happen. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I want you guys to just like kind of listen to this and sit with it and process it, feel into it. And if you want to chat, my Instagram DMs are always open at the not so average betch. I would love to hear from you and how this episode sat with you, if it resonated, if it didn't. I want to hear from you and let me know if this is what you needed to hear because based on the conversations I've been having, it sounds like it might be. So thank you all so, so much for listening. As always, you can find me at The Not So Average Betch on both Instagram and TikTok. The Not So Average Podcast uploads every single Wednesday. Next week, I have an amazing guest talking about mental health and self-love and all of the different things. So be on the lookout for that one and I will see you next Wednesday. Bye guys. Have an incredible week.